Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, my respected brothers and sisters in Islam. Uh, welcome, my brothers and sisters, for our, uh, inshallah, hopefully it's going to be our last uh, episode about the biography of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We mentioned last time about that, uh, that certain battles for the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and we discussed reasons behind certain battles of the Prophet and why those battles took place. And uh, we mentioned as well that, that the last thing which we stopped at, we mentioned about that when the Prophet when he did the Treaty of Hudaybi, and we mentioned that in, in that year or in the year of, of 6 Hijri, that the Prophet he went to do Umrah uh, and the people of Quraysh, they didn't accept him to come. And then they were sending people to negotiate with him or to discuss with him. And because they couldn't fight the Prophet or kill the Muslims, etc. at that point. Um, and then the, they kind of had an agreement for 10 years. They're going to be stop, you know, fighting each other and each one will. And they have certain conditions. We mentioned as well some of the conditions were kind of against the against the you could say the interest in a way apparently against the interest of the muslims but yet the prophet he accepted this because he wanted peace and he said he said i'm the messenger of allah and allah will support me he mentioned that and in that as well they were they submitted to allah even it was there are certain things that took place even on that on that occasion one of the things that that the prophet uh, he commanded the companions to shave their head or to cut their hair because you know after finishing the Umrah that you have to do that and before you did the Umrah you cannot do it but yet the Prophet he commanded them to cut their hair and to shave their heads and people they kind of reluctant to do that because they haven't fulfilled their Umrah and he came to Umm Salamah saying to her people they Allah those people that are not obeying their messenger but then Umm Salamah she said to him if you did it then they will follow you and he did it in front of them, and everyone followed him. And then they give the pledge to the Prophet under the tree, um, and where the Uthman was absent. And then the Prophet he put the hand with his right hand in his left hand, and he said, This is on behalf of Uthman. And this kind of all of these things that uh, it took place that uh, during the time of the Prophet. And after that, we said after that, after one year, uh, we mentioned that few things that took place at the Prophet as well. He fought certain uh, people who were uh, who who tried to who were a threat for the Muslims. And then later on, after one year, the Prophet he went and he did Umar. After one year, the Prophet ﷺ, he did the Umrah al-Qaba, which is the Umrah to make up the Umrah that they have missed in the previous year. And he went والسلام, in the following year, and he did the Umrah in the year 7 of Hijrah. Now, <coughs> these things was, okay, and we mentioned as well about the Battle of Khaybar, and how the, that Allah has given the, the, the victory to the Prophet ﷺ, and and uh, to the Prophet as well that the Prophet he, he appointed Ali anhu 
to be the head of the army or he, he took the flag عنه, and he, he led the army. During the treaty of Hudaybiyah, or during that treaty between the Prophet and, and Quraysh, the Prophet وسلم, he started sending letters to the kings of his current time. So he sent a letter to the to the to the king of Romans, and he sent a letter to the kings to the king of Persia. He sent a letter to the kings of, of, of the Coptic king in Egypt, and he sent as well a letter to one of the kings of Ghassassina, those people, those are Arabs, Arab Christian who lives in, in, in Sham, who lives in basically in Jordan and Palestine and this area. Um, so he sent them a letter calling them to Islam. So, so what happened, the response of these kings was different. For example, the Kisra, the king of, of Persian, he wrapped, he literally, he ripped the, uh, the, the letter of the Prophet وسلم, and he teared it. And um, and uh, and then the Prophet he made dua on him and Subhanallah Allah has destroyed his kingdom, and the the king of uh, of uh, of, uh, of the Coptic king he literally what he did he responded in a good way and he sent a letter back to the Prophet وسلم, in a kind way and even he sent a gift to the Prophet وسلم, and he sent him Maria Qabtiya as, as a slave girl, and then he sent him as well a slave boy as well, and as well he sent him um, like a mule or something as a gift from him to the Prophet And Mary is the one which the Prophet made on. He had a he had a child from her, which is Ibrahim, the son of the Prophet um, Now. Uh, the 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 one of the kings, which is the Roman king, and um, who was in Sham, that he came and the letter came to him, and then he said, he kind of he was he was a clever man, he was kind of well-read person, so he knew a lot of scriptures. He kind of he read a lot of the scriptures, so he asked that he said, I wasn't expecting that this person will be coming at uh, nowadays. So he was kind of thinking that there will be the last king will be sent eventually. And then he said, I wasn't thinking that this, the last king will be sent while I'm alive. And then he said, uh, and one of the things he said, he said, uh, he was thinking, he said, the prophet, the or the, the prophet of the people, of, of the circumcised people, etc. So they were thinking the last prophet will be from the Jews. And then when he asked, he said, when he asked, he said, does, does the Arab, uh, he said, does the Arab do this, do, do, this, do they do the circumcision? And then he was, he was answered, he said, yes, they, are, they, 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 they circumcise their, their boys. And then he said, then, you know, he might be the person. Here at that point, he said, I need to know about this person. So he asked, and he was in, in, uh, in, uh, in what you call in Quds nowadays, in Jerusalem, he was in that area. And then he asked who's any of the people who knows him properly. And at that time, Abu Sufyan, he was he came with a trade from Mecca to uh, to Sham, and he came and then he was uh, he was he was in that area. So he was called to uh, to the king with his, with 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 his friends. The, the Abu Sufyan came with his company with the, with the people who were who were with him or accompanied him in that trade. And then he said. It was brought in front of the king, and then the king he brought a translator, and then he made the translator between him and the king, and he made the people who were with Abu Sufyan to stand behind him. 
And then he started, the translator started translating for him, and this is narrated by Abu Sufyan himself. And then he said, I'm asking this person some question. He said, who, firstly, he said, who is the leader? Who is the, the, the leader amongst you? And then they said, they, 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 they appointed Abu Sufyan, he is the leader of Quraysh. And even he was including the, the people who went to Sham. And then he said to him, stand in front, of, in front of them and let the people stand behind you. And then the translator started translating and saying, I'm asking this person some question. If he lied, then, uh, then you consider him a liar. And that's a big thing. Even he wasn't a Muslim at that time. He wasn't expecting, and uh, not, he wasn't even accepting, sorry, that to be known as a liar. So then he started asking Abu Sufyan about this person, about the Prophet Sallallahu And then he said to him, certain questions, a beautiful thing that he said to him, um, uh, was one of his, was a, what, which lineage he was sent? He said he was sent from a good lineage. He said to him, was one of his forefathers, was a king? He said, no. Then he said, was, for example, he was asking certain questions about him. He said, who is the people who follows him? He said the the, the 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 vulnerable one, those ones, or the elite one in the community. He said the vulnerable one, those ones, the weak people in the community. And then he said to him um, as well. Uh, uh, for example, was he known that to be lying before or not? Uh, he said uh, he said no, he wasn't known to be lying before that. Before he said what he said. And then he said he asked him, did you fight him? He said yes. And I said how was his fight? He said we sometimes we win and sometimes he wins. And then he said, uh, what does he do when you're fighting? He said, does he betray? He said, no, he doesn't betray, but we are now in a treaty between him. We don't know what he will, what he will be doing. So he said, that's the only thing that Abu Sufyan said. The only thing I was able to, to say something against the Prophet to say we don't know what he's going to do, meaning that to give doubt that he might betray. But he couldn't say nothing because he never betrayed Wasallam. And then the king said to him, that the Roman king, he said to him, he said to him, I asked you, was he, for example, was he, um, uh, was he sent from a good lineage? And so the prophets and messenger of Allah, they are sent from the best lineage in their people. And then I asked you, was the person, what the, uh, was one of his forefathers was a king? So then, and you said to me, no, and then I will say to you, then maybe that he is, uh, he is, he wanted to claim the, you know, the throne of his forefathers. So he's not about that. And I told you and asked you, does, does the people who follow him increase or decrease? And you told me the increase. Uh, before that, he said, to, who are the, the people who follow him? The vulnerable one, the weak one in the community, or the elite one? And you told me the, mainly the vulnerable one. And he said, so the followers of the Prophet and Messenger of Allah, they're generally the people who are insignificant in the society. Generally, they are the followers of the Prophet and Messenger of Allah because they are. Uh, the, the Allah Azawajal brings them to, uh, you know, to easy, the easier to, to Islam. And was the people who follows him increase or decrease? And he said to me, yes, they increase. And he said, so the Iman, when it's attached to the heart, it increases and the number of the people increases. Then after that, and I asked you, uh, then he said, and asked, I asked you, the people who, uh, uh, that, uh, that does he, did he fight you and does he betray? And you told me, he doesn't betray. And does he like, was he known that he to be a liar before he said, before before what he said? Was he known that he's a, he was he was lying before before he said what he what he has said? And he told me no. He said, and I will say to you, he will, if someone lies on the people, he will lie on Allah. So he doesn't lie on the people. So definitely he will lie on Allah. And then Abu, he said to Abu Sufyan, he said, 
He said, if I was with him, I would go and wash his feet. That shows that this king, he knew that he is the last prophet. And he said, I didn't know that he would be sent in our time. And then that shows that he is he is the messenger of Allah and the last and the final prophet and messenger of Allah. Now Abu Sufyan, he said, he was shocked, he was in a shock. He said, how, this is, is it Muhammad now, the Prophet ﷺ, now he is even the, the king of the Romans, now he that they have a fear from him. This king, soon he went back and he called the people and he said to them, I'm, I'm advising you to follow this man. And the people, they start running away from him and uh, they were kind of matter against him. So then he was quiet and he died as a disbeliever, subhanAllah. Yet, he didn't, he didn't accept Islam, but he said the truth in a certain way at that point, and as well, subhanAllah, yani Allah guide whomever he wish, and he, do, he doesn't want to leave his throne and his leadership and, you know, for, to, for, to be like a, a commoner in, um, under the Prophet Now, Najashi was the, the king of Abyssinia. He accepted Islam, and he gave the pledge to uh, Ja'far Rabbi Talib, before Jafar ibn Talib came back to the Prophet and uh, Najashi embraced Islam, but yet he hid his Islam from his people and he died while he's a Muslim. And later on, that uh, Allah has sent the Prophet has sent Jibreel and he came to the Prophet to pray janaz on him, and he prayed the janazah of the absent on him, Rahimullah. And that shows that as well that, that even in certain situation that these things could happen. And uh, and the person could, you know, he hid his Islam and Allah is the only one who knows about him. Uh, now one of the kings, which is the Ghassasina king, which the Arabs who were Christian Arabs who live in Sham, that they what they have done, they have killed the messenger of the Prophet So the Prophet sent the messenger to them, then they killed him. And because of this, the Prophet he has prepared an army, and this army went to to uh, to literally to fight him. This is in the year of 8 Hijri. And the Prophet he sent 3,000 of the fighters and the, he appointed on, on them uh, Zayd ibn Haritha and he said if Zayd ibn Haritha died and then uh, after that, sorry, he appointed Ja'far ibn Abi Talib and he said if Ja'far ibn Abi Talib, uh, sorry, Zayd first, if Zayd died, then Ja'far ibn Abi Talib, if Ja'far died, then Abdullah ibn Rawah. And all of them, they died, and they are buried in the in the in in Mu'tah, in Karak in Jordan. Um, the three of them. Uh, so there were three thousand. They came all the way from Medina, all the way to which is now Jordan in in in, in Karak Mu'tah there, which is called the Battle of Mu'tah. And he sent them. They were expecting to deal with these ones. So what they have done, these Rasasina, they have contacted uh, the the Romans, and the Romans they have sent like a huge number of the, of the army. So when they came, the, the companions of the Prophet they said in some region, they, they were saying nearly 80,000 people waiting for them. There were only 3,000 people. So then they, they took a place in a certain place. It was a kind of restricted place. So to fight 3,000 against only 3,000 in the area there, but they couldn't resist for long. And then Khalid bin Walid, after the, the Zayd ibn Haritha and Ja'far ibn Talib anhu, was, both of his hands were cut. And then that's why the Prophet he said, Allah, Allah will place him two wings in Jannah. And uh, the third one was Abdullah bin Rawaha. And the Prophet he mentioned that those they have the highest status in, 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 
you know, the higher they have a high status, and then Khalid, when he took over, he said, I don't think we're going to defeat those people, but he he did kind of a trick. He changed the left, the left side to the right side of the army and the right side to the left side, the front, the front to the, the, to the back and the back to the front. And, and so the next day that the Romans, they found that the new people, and then he brought like 50 lines, they will come 10 by 10. They will come with horses, you know, showing that and whenever they come, they will do takbir. So they thought there is, um, uh, that the prophets, they thought that the Arabs or those, the prophets also, he has sent them like, um, uh, he has sent them more, he has sent them more army to support them. And this kind of give terrifying, terrifying kind of, uh, they terrified their enemies and then they attacked and then they retreat. Um, when they retreated, that the Romans or the, and the Ghazasana, they didn't follow them. They thought this is, they might make an ambush for them, and they reached the Arab Peninsula safety. And uh, even though that the Prophet ﷺ, he mentioned about them, the people they said, you are the one who's defeated. The Prophet ﷺ, he said, you are the one who uh, who is gonna go back again, inshallah ta'ala. And they have done. They have done, radiallahu anhum There's only 12 people of them who were killed in that battle, including these great three companions of the Prophet Now, this situation took place in the year 8 of Hijrah, and the Prophet in a way that as well, the Prophet has sent certain, as well, um, uh, certain group of, of the army, certain, uh, you know, number of the army, to certain areas in order those people who were kind of threatening the Muslims in a way and Allah has give kind of izz and dignity to Islam and Muslims and they were they, they were they became now a big power in the Arab Peninsula what happened now <coughs> Quraysh they have betrayed their treaty with the Prophet now we know that some groups, some of the tribes, they were they have affiliation and treaty with the Prophet and some of them they were they have affiliation or treaty with Quraysh, and it's up to them. So Ghatafan was siding with the Prophet Sorry, Quda'a, not Ghatafan. Quda'a was uh, siding with the Prophet and Bani Bakr <coughs> were siding on. Uh, they were siding uh, the uh, the the. They were siding Quraysh. Now, uh, now what happened at that point? Uh, that Bani Bakr, they they fought Quda'a, uh, and they were aided by uh, people of Quraysh. They were aided with certain number of horses and certain number of, of weapons, and as well they were aided directly by certain fighters. They came to fight with them. And then it was said, even including uh, including Akram Nabi Jahal at that time, he was into Muslim. Now, when they were aided with this, and then the the head of Bani Qudaa, one of them, he came to the Prophet sallallahu and he was he was uh, crying and saying to the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam about what happened to them. Here, the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, what he did, he gave them the support sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and he alayhi salatu wasallam, he went. And uh, and uh, that the treaty was broken by this, and because of this, that the Prophet ﷺ, he went and he he fought people of Quraysh uh, or he went he sent a big he, he prepared a big army to came to to come to to conquer Mecca. So there were it was said there were around nearly ten thousand people of them. 
of the army who, who were literally from the tribes who embraced Islam and many people they came under the Prophet and there were a huge number of them and then they came with big army came to Mecca to conquer Mecca some people of Quraysh they came to, to discuss with the Prophet that they haven't done it etc but yet the Prophet وسلم, he didn't and he, he didn't accept that and 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 then he said because they have they have betrayed the treaty between him and the and between them and the prophet so then the prophet went with his army in the year eight of hijrah <coughs> and he did وسلم, he went and he conquered mecca and then on the way some people they have embraced islam like in abwa and others some of the leaders of Quraysh they came they embraced islam and on the way as well that Abu Sufyan embraced Islam before entering uh, Mecca and when the Prophet Sassim, he entered Mecca he mentioned that, that they will enter while the sword are you know are, are, are not raised uh, they should be I mean, they shouldn't raise their sword and they came and they, they said do not and he said والسلام, whoever entered the his house is safe whoever enters the the masjid the mosque of the of Haram is safe and anyone who enters the house of Abu Sufyan is safe. Uh, so he was calling the people this. Some, there are some incidents that some people, they try to fight uh, with Khalid. Some fight took, took place with Khalid and Reed when they on the side of Khalid and Reed. Anyway, so what happened? They have, they, they have entered the masjid and they have, and then the Prophet Allah has gave Izzah to Islam and to Muslims. And Allah has given them the support, and Allah has brought Mecca to be under the under the, uh, the authority of the Prophet And people they embrace Islam after this. Many of them they embrace. Islam. They came to the Prophet They said, um, "What do you think I'm going to do with you?" He said, "You are a good brother and a good nephew." The Prophet He said, "You are free," and then he freed them, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and he didn't fight them and he didn't kill them and even he would draw all the rights of the Muslims including some of them who harmed the daughters of the Prophet and some of them they have killed certain companions of the Prophet <coughs> the Prophet has accepted from them Islam and then they have accepted Islam and and then after that uh, and, and and the Prophet there is nothing happened in Mecca and what they have done they have cleared the masjid the, the Mecca from all these idols and then they have prepared it for the prayer and then the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he he sallallahu he prepared the uh, he prepared the, the masjid to be to be placed to be to pray them to pray and then they prayed uh, facing mecca and there is uh, facing kaaba the qibla and there is no idols and they were safe and allah has said and revealed to them inna fatahna laka fatahmubina this is in surah al-hudaybiyah uh, and Allah Azza wa Jalla, this is in Surah Al-Hudaybiyah that will have open for you a great opening. Uh, SubhanAllah, and that's in Surah Al-Hudaybiyah. And later on, Allah Azza wa Jalla has given the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam the ability to enter Mecca, and they give the uh, and and they give as well that uh, Allah give uh, Izzah to Islam, give dignity to Islam, give them their status that they that they deserve. <laughs> now, in the following year. That the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, he came and he did Hajj sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and he did the Hajj alayhi salatu wasallam, and uh, and after that the, the, the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam embraced Hajj and he showed the people the way of Hajj alayhi salatu wasallam, 
and that was in his life alayhi salatu wasalam. Later on, uh, what as well, we need to learn a few things as well from this. That we need to learn that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, that uh, he was alayhi salatu he gave the best example sallallahu alayhi wasallam in the fight, in the, in the war. That Ali ibn Abi Talib, he said we used to have, when there is fight, when the fight of place, when we're in the peak of the fight, we used to go behind the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam when we get tired. He showed a great example, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, in peace, alayhi salatu wasallam, he showed a great, a great example, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, that he freed people who, who tried to disown him, people who tried to, who killed directly the, his companions, who harmed his daughter, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, who harmed him directly, and yet, alayhi salatu wasallam, he, he set them free, and he didn't do, he didn't revenge, and take, take any revenge from them, alayhi salatu wasallam. He, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he was showing a great example, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, in terms of worship. He was worshipping, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and then to see that, subhanallah, that the people, they will think, well, it's a great worship, alayhi salatu wasallam, he was worshipping Allah, azawajal, in the best way, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, in a perfect way, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. To the extent that he was, that Aisha, radiallahu anh, she said that he was doing qiyam, like long qiyam, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and he was doing that half of the night praying, the night prayer, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. He was fasting, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, as well days and long days, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and many numbers of days, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and as well, and you will see him as well eating the little, alayhi salatu wasallam, compared to others, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. He was eating a little, and as well you will find him, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, that you know showing softness, so, so showing good character, alayhi salatu wasallam, and showing the great characteristics, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, compared. I mean, I mean, if you if you if you see him, that he was showing the best characteristics, alayhi salatu wasalam, and there is no comparison even with anyone in terms of his characteristics, in terms of his character, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And it was said at certain poetry about him, alayhi salatu wasalam, that yeah, that you were created with no any deficiency, as if you have created the way that you wish, subhanallah. He was, he was so kind, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He was the best example with his wife, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He married, alayhi salatu wasalam, uh, throughout his life, uh, nearly 12 women, alayhi salatu wasalam. And uh, that, uh, that he gathered at one point, that it was, what, at one point he was married to nine of them. And uh, those are because uh, if the Prophet the, if the divorces them, then, and then they, they are the mothers of the believers. They cannot marry after him, alayhi salatu wasalam. So it's kind of mercy to them. And as well, even though that he showed them the best example, they were testifying for the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasalam in the best way. And as well, uh, that he, some of them, that for example, that he, he was married to, uh, for example, to, to some of his wives, that there were reasons that the, the people, they were freed from the, that the, the, the companions, for example, some of the, some of them that because of them they said those are the in-laws of the Prophet we're gonna we're gonna free them even though they were fighting the Prophet and and yet they were they were war prisoners and yet that they, they set them free because to honor the Prophet and as well some of them that like for example Sophia she was the wife of the Prophet came from Jew, Jewish background and yet the Prophet he he gave her the choice with three choices. 
either he will uh, you know, she will she will she will be freed and then she go back to a place of her safety or to marry him and he proposed to her sallallahu alaihi wasallam and then and then the prophet he told her about uh, any any that he wanted to um, that that he wanted to marry her but as she was a, a great woman radiyallahu anha yet uh, and then after that she had she accepted islam and the prophet he married her so you could find that the Prophet ﷺ, he has all of these great characteristics Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He was a great father Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, a great husband Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. You could see the softness, that how soft he was. He was a great even, that even uh, compared that if you, uh, if, you, if you find him, and uh, there is, again, there is no comparison. If you find him Alayhi Salatu Wasallam and you see him, uh, you see his life, how he was dealing with his even servants. That, that uh, even Anas ibn Malik or, or, or Zayd ibn Haritha, how they were saying about him the great statement, alayhi salatu wassalam. And he never, as Anas ibn Malik said, he never hit me, he never did anything. He was, he was servant of the Prophet sallallahu serving him. And yet even the Prophet, he never showed him an, an angry way, alayhi salatu wassalam. He, will, he was getting angry if there is something that there is a reason that they're breaking the rules of Allah azawajal. And otherwise, you'll find him the softest person. Otherwise, you'll find him always. But he was so kind, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. He was, as well, giving a great example that giving aid and support for those ones, Bani Quda'a, when they came and asked him, when they were the, the people of Bani Bakr and the Quraysh, they, 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 they came and they had betrayed the treaty. Yet he went, alayhi salatu wasallam, and he, 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 he implemented justice, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. He was so the best example, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. A great example of a leader, of a just leader that will give everything for the people. And to the extent that it was said, one of the leaders, he said, "Be embrace Islam because Muhammad is giving something, giving a way, in a way that you don't think that he's going to get poor at all. He was giving everything for the people, alayhi salatu wasalam. He lived poor, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, meaning that he has no much money, alayhi salatu wasalam. And he died with no money, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And so he stayed. So he stayed in the situation. So as I said to you, he came back and he did the Hajj and he showed the people the Hajj. And after that, after one year, in the year ten uh, of Hijrah, that the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, that he was sixty-three years old, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and he saw. He had a fever, alayhi salatu wasalam. He got ill, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And he stayed for nearly 14 days, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And he was there in the illness. And and he died, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. On Monday, 12 Rabi' al-Awwal. When he was 63 years old, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and he was buried. He was buried on Wednesday, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and some they say he was buried on Tuesday, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. After 14 days of suffering with illness and fever, alayhi wasallam, and Allah Azza wa Jalla in Hajjat al-Wada' before that, that 
that Allah revealed to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa Today I have completed your religion. And I fulfilled my favors upon you. And I'm pleased that Islam is your faith. And that the that Sahaba of the Prophet they knew it would be the last revelation from Allah because Allah has completed the faith. After that, the Prophet he came back to Medina and he said, Allah, There is a servant of Allah, Allah give him the choice either to be with him, Allah give him the choice either to go with him or to stay, and he chose to go with Allah. And then Abu Bakr he stood up, he said, I protected you with myself, with my children. With my wealth, Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And the people, the companions, they start saying to the to Abu Bakr, Oh Abu Bakr. Oh Abu Bakr. You shouldn't say this to the to the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. You shouldn't interrupt him. And yet he said there is no one has given us any anything except we responded it and give it back to him except Abu Bakr. I ask Allah to compensate him to what he has put effort in Islam. While he was ill, he was saying to the people, he said, did the people pray? And each, each time he said, did the people pray? And then he said, command Abu Bakr to lead the prayer. It was emphasizing command Abu Bakr to lead the prayer. The, even it was said to him that Abu Bakr is a soft heart person. He will cry whenever he reads Quran. And then he said, command Abu Bakr to lead the prayer. And Abu Bakr was leading the prayer. And he looked from his window, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and he saw the people praying, alayhi salatu salam. And he showed that he has fulfilled his mission, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and completed it. In the best way, and he came and he found Abu Bakr praying in the masjid. Abu Bakr wanted to make the Prophet to lead in the salah, and then the Prophet he kept him leading the prayer, and he prayed behind him. Because of the illness, he died. Sallallahu alaihi wasallam on the twelfth of Rabi'ah al-Awwal. After 14 days of illness, alayhi salatu And the one who prepared his janazah and prepared his body and washed him was Ali ibn Abi Talib. When he died, when he died, alayhi salatu at that point, the people, they were, they were in chaos. Abu Umar al-Khattab, radiyallahu he said, if someone said the Prophet he died, I will kill him. He went like Musa السلام, to meet his Lord and he's coming back. Uthman, he lost conscious. And then Abu Bakr came and he saw the Prophet laying down. And the last thing was laying down and he was literally, he laid on the chest of Aisha And he died on the chest of Aisha, on the lap of Aisha and the last thing that he was, he was, he did, he used the siwak. That he, that siwak, that he, she chewed the siwak and gave it to him. 
and he brushed his teeth with the swag even till the last moment of his life showing a great example Abu Bakr came and he found him and he died and then he kissed his forehead, his forehead he said you're pure alive and you're pure you are pure after you died and he came to the people he said whoever was worshipping Muhammad Muhammad has died and whoever was worshipping Allah Allah is the one who never dies. And then he recited, وَمَا مُحَمَّدٌ لِلْتَرْسُونَ قَدْ خَلَتْ مِنْ قَبْلِهِ الرُّسُولِ أَفَإِنْ مَا تَوْقُتِلَنْ فَلَبْتُمْ عَلَىٰ عَقَابِكُمْ Muhammad is only messenger. Came after Prophet of Allah. If he died or if he was killed, are you going to return back on your back? He was washed. His body was washed by Ali رضي الله عنه. And Al-Abbas, Al-Fadl ibn Abbas رضي الله عنهم, and then he was covered, he was that he was given a shroud. with three clothes, And people, the Muslims, they prayed the nas on him, And the one who led the prayer, it was said that Abu Bakr led the janazah prayer on him, alayhi salatu and the one who came with him in the grave, in his grave, alayhi salatu wasalam. And he was said that the, oh, oh, uh, our, us as a Prophet and Messenger of Allah, we are buried in the place where we, where we die. So they were coming group after group, praying on the Prophet sallallahu where he was, alayhi salatu wasalam. And then they prayed janaz on him. And then he was buried in the house of Aisha, radiallahu anha, where he died, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. This is the example of Messenger of Allah or Messenger He is our example, our role model. He is the one which we follow. He is the one who we ask Allah to unite us with him in Jannah al-Firdaus. He is the one that Allah has sent him to us to show us the right path. May Allah reward him in the best that he has rewarded a prophet and messenger of Allah on behalf of his people. May Allah give him a darajat al-ayrat rafi'ah, the highest status. May Allah give him the status of shafa'ah for us, the intercession for us in the day of judgment. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad. Ala ala Muhammad. Tuma salli ala Ibrahim. Ala ala Ibrahim. Inna Hamidun Majid. اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد I ask Allah عز وجل to bless our efforts and I ask Allah عز وجل to increase our efforts in this blessed month of Ramadan and I ask Allah عز وجل that we follow the example of the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم and to unite with him in Jannah al-Firdaus and I ask Allah عز وجل to make our righteous deeds to make our Last deeds are the best deeds in our life. May Allah bless you all, my brothers and sisters. May Allah Azza increase us all in knowledge and iman. And may Allah Azza unite us with the Prophet in Jalatul Firdaus. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Subhanakallah wa bihamdik. Nashadu an la ilaha illa anta. Nastaghfiruk wa natubu ilaik.